Welcome to the Leave Lines with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. Got producer James over there. Hey, hey. Y'all, before we get the show started, I have to tell y'all about my latest obsession. And it just so happens to be Bruno Mars' new song, Leave the Door Open. Look, people, back up off my boy number one, saying that he's culturally appropriating. If there is one person on planet Earth that is allowed to culturally appropriate, it's Bruno Mars. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, he's Filipino. Don't have a drop of black blood in him that we know of, but, uh, you know, I kind of consider him to be a brother from another mother. Producer James, have you heard Bruno Mars' new song featuring Silk Sonic? And I don't I don't know who Silk Sonic is and Anderson Dot Pac or Pac. It's just Bruno's song. Is that that song that I said he's the new Usher? Which was like the stupidest fucking thing. Like, that's what white people do. They clump us all together. To me, Usher and Bruno are not even in the same realm. I, I think I think Bruno has surpassed so many R&B singers. Like he just it's it's a perfect blend of R&B. It's crossover. It's got a little pop. Bruno doesn't give a fuck. He's in there snorting lines of cocaine, thinking about sex, taking drinks, talk up, think about fucking a little bit more. I mean, that's Bruno, and we loved it. Yeah, you talk about clustering. I didn't even know he wasn't black. A lot of people don't. He's Filipino. Oh. You he that probably, dark Filipino. Huh? He that dark Filipino. Though. Well, you know, Filipinos get pretty dark. Yeah, true. Yeah, um... You probably didn't know that his first name is not Bruno. I didn't know. Is, is his last name Mars? No. Okay. Like oh, it's a made-up name. His first name is Peter. And I think Bruno Mars' real last name is Hernandez or Rodriguez. <laughs> How is he Filipino? Well, you know, there's some, there's some kind of link with Filipinos and, and, and Spanish. Okay. Filipino is, isn't it like an Asian, black, and Spanish? No, it's an island, the Philippines, kind of like Hawaiian and Samoan. I know, but Hawaii, but okay, there's something. I'll have to Wikipedia it real quick <laughs> in a minute to prove my point. But you, you guys are used to me stating points that are not really points, and then when I go back and fact check check it, usually I'm right, but I'm always really surprised that I was right because I just fucking have verbal diarrhea of the mouth sometimes. But yes, that new song is just ooh. So, yeah, I heard the song, and it's essentially, hi, I'm here with a robe on, I'm drinking, I'm doing drugs, please come over. That, in my world, that's like how a serial killing starts. If a guy... Or a rape. If a guy calls me up, singing like Bruno Mars, the panties are dropping immediately. If somebody calls you already singing, that's a sign of mental illness. No, and then if he's going to offer me alcohol and drugs too, I'm on my way. You don't even have to send me an Uber. I'll pay for my own Uber. I'm coming. You're talking about sex, drugs, and singing? Good singing? Bitch, come back home pregnant with triplets, you know? <laughs> Just like... <laughs> and I'm, you know me. I'm not a very romantic person by far. But I love, 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 love music. And that one is a... That's baby-making music right there. Yeah, it is. Look. Little Filipino babies. Then wouldn't it be funny that every person that got pregnant 
uh, with that song playing, Baby Comes Out Filipino? <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> Looking like Bruno Mars and shit. <laughs> but yeah, Bruno Mars as a child was a very popular Elvis impersonator. Really? He was a little Elvis impersonator, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, the boy's been talented all his damn life. I if, mean, if he is me and my best friend, Ebony. Hey, Ebs. We saw him in concert maybe three years ago, back when, you know, Planet Earth was allowed to have concerts and shit like that. Um, and he's he's even better in concert live. You Sometimes you go to a concert and you're like, damn, that person really cannot sing. No, it was the opposite. I'm like, this motherfucker really can blow. I mean, it was, it was one of the best concerts that I've ever been to, um, 100% satisfied before we get this show kicked off i want to remind you guys to follow us on social media follow us on instagram and facebook also subscribe to our youtube channel you can subscribe to us on itunes tune in app laughable app iHeartRadio. that's it right yeah i think that's and you know what i don't even know if half that shit's true that i just said <laughs> it's close enough is it close enough to the truth to yep. be the truth all right. Well, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right. So we have talked numerous times about reboots. I, I, I just I don't know what's going on in Hollywood, but it's like they cannot think good thoughts of originality at all. So it's just like, okay, you know what? I was watching Nick at Night and this one show came on. I think we should redo it. It's just a common theme with, I mean, it was first it was with the movies. Now it's with TV shows too. Um, but here's one that I was really kind of like, ooh, because this was one of my favorite shows growing up, Punky Brewster. Uh, I was nervous. I was like, this is going to be really corny. You know what I mean? Full, like, Full House. What is it? Fuller House? Is that yeah, what they call it? Fuller House. Uh, it was good, but some of it was just a little bit still TGIF-ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that Kimmy Gibbler was still Kimmy Gibbler and nobody had just punched her right in the face was a weird thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, surprisingly, Punky is really good very current with things. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I think we binge watched almost the entire first season. I think I've got like maybe one or two episodes. But of course, we pick up Punkies. Of course, <laughs> here's the funny thing. Why do they always, when they do this this kind of stuff, why is the main character always divorced? Why is it that the main characters can't keep a man? I know why. Why? Because you have to tell the story of the strong, independent woman. Is that what, to me a strong yep. independent woman is able to stay married? <laughs> well, that's that's exactly that, like you have to have nowadays. It used to be sitcoms were about families, family. You know, um, you know uh, Raymond and things like that. Yeah. Now it's the woman has to be divorced, so she has you know an adversity to overcome. She can be a hero just because she couldn't keep a man. Same thing with the uh, that's a Raven Raven's house yep. like. Raven and Chelsea are both divorced. So anyway, back to Punky. Punky's divorced. Um, her hubby is played by Freddie Prince Jr., which he's the aging pretty well. Punky has aged very well. Yeah. Um, Cherry's on there, and Cherry's a lesbian. I was black lesbian. A black lesbian. 
she's a triple minority. She's black, a woman, and a lesbian. Uh, which I was, I was actually surprised that they did that. I love her kids, especially her older daughter who is a teenager, because it reminds me a lot of the shit that we go through with our teenage daughter. And I'm like, okay, we're not alone. Um, but yeah, Punky still lives in the same apartment that Henry left her because Henry was like a hundred years old when he adopted Punky. So, you know, and everyone knows, like, no one knows Henry's real name, but we all know that he was Henry on Punky Brewster and he played in the Police Academy movies. The, yeah, you remember he played in the Police Academy? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in oh, those. that's right. He was, yes. he was Commandant Lassard. We don't know that man was not old. Like, he's just old. He's just old. He's kind of like Samuel L. Jackson. When they come into your life, they're already kind of old. Like Morgan Freeman. We don't know young Morgan Freeman. We don't know young Samuel L. Jackson. Like, they all started, like, at 50. So, anyway, um, Punky's the mother of three. It, it's almost like a retelling of her story. Of course, she uh, finds a girl that she's going to foster and end up adopting because the little girl reminds her so much of herself. Uh, Cherry works at the foster home um, where Punky was from. Was Punky from that? Yeah, she was. She ran away from the foster home. Um, so it's actually a pretty good one. I wouldn't call it a reboot. It's just a continuation of Punky's story. And it's pretty good. I mean, they had weed in there. Um, ooh, I was pleasantly surprised that on an episode they had Troy Garrity, who is one of my forever crushes. And not a lot of people know him, but he played Isaac in the first Barbershop movie. And he also, he's been on a lot of stuff, but if you really want to see Troy Garrity at his best, you have to watch Soldier's Girl. It is based on a true life story. It is bomb.com. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys, but it is a must-see. I was so happy to see him. I wanted to kiss the screen because he's just so fine. And he's also Jane Fonda's son, which producer James didn't know that. I don't think he even knew that Jane Fonda had kids. Didn't know that. Yes, 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 yes. So Punky Brewster is... What is it now? Is it streaming on Peacock? Yeah. Okay, it is streaming on Peacock. And before you say, what the fuck is Peacock? Peacock is basically NBC, but the streaming part, I don't get it. I just Disney Plus, Discovery Plus, just... Paramount Plus, Peacock, they're all starting their own like branded streaming services. Yes. So here's my question. If you don't have cable, are you still able to stream stuff on your TV? Sure you can. Yeah, like okay. uh, like our TVs, our smart TVs have like the Disney Plus app, okay. Discovery Plus app. So yeah. Right. So I'm just like, how many of these things do we have to buy? <laughs> well, it's the better question is how many do you want before you don't need to pay for cable? For cable anymore. Cable's yeah. like 300 bucks. You could get 50 streaming services for 300 bucks. And to be honest with you, cable is not all that it used to be at all not really there's more not good stuff on when you can actually go to one of these apps and watch exactly what you want to watch exactly when you want to watch it and now they're starting to play things simultaneously like they the, are yeah. so for example i want to say um what's the one with tlc of 90 day or uh, i can't uh, remember what their streaming app is oh uh, I don't remember. I can't remember what it was. Oh, either. they're part of Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Yeah. You can actually, I think those shows, you can view them like a day after they show on cable. Right. So, and then, or you can just be dumb like us, keep playing, uh, 
paying for cable and keep adding all of these apps on there. And, and James knows me, I'll get a whole app just from one damn show. I'm like, well, it's the only way I can watch this show, so I need that app. Um, so, yes, most definitely check out Plunky Brewster. Speaking of, um, I don't know what you call this. It's not a reboot. Is it just like a, a pickup? Yeah, this is kind of a, not a sequel, but it's just a continuation. A continuation. So here's something that we have been waiting 20 plus years for. It is the reunion of the very first real world cast, okay? That is when, you know, that's the first reality TV show that there ever was. And it came on when, I want to say we were in junior high school. So you've got Julie, you've got Eric. You've got Kevin, Heather B, Norman, uh, and uh, Becky, and uh, uh, Andre. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. Wasn't wasn't Andre the black guy who was no, on? No, Kevin for, was the black guy. Okay, because he only lasted a couple episodes. No, 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 no. Right? You're thinking about real world San Francisco, and that oh, guy David who was a comedian. That's yes. Yes. He got he got in trouble for like grabbing the covers off of that one. It was girl. so dumb. Yeah. But you know what? Right now, she could probably have a whole full lawsuit oh. <laughs> and own MTV with everything so uber sensitive right now. Yeah, I thought it was wrong back then, and I was, I was young. I was a young teenager. I was like, what? I didn't think it was that, that bad. But shit, right now you can become a multimillionaire doing exactly what he did way back then. So anyway, I have not been able to watch this first because I can't figure out how to fucking watch it, and apparently. You've got to sign up for Paramount Plus. I just don't feel like we watch enough Paramount stuff for there to be a Paramount Plus. I didn't. I. I don't. Know I didn't even Paramount know Paramount anymore. had one until I was like, "How the fuck do I watch the Real World?" Because I want to see this. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the members, and particularly Eric, they did a lot of the challenges, those shows like that. But some people, and Norman did too. But some of those people, we've not heard from since the last airing of the last episode. For example, Julie, Andre, I want to say Becky kind of hit away. Yeah, we don't know really that much about what they've been up to because they went into total seclusion, just living their normal lives. Uh, Heather has stayed in the scene because she's a rapper. Uh, Kevin, I think, is like into politics, which isn't a huge surprise. Um, Eric Nees, I don't know exactly what he does now, but I tell you what, Eric helped keep me fine in high school because he had an, an exercise video and I had it and I worked out to it like every single day. It was pretty cool. And Norman has also been on some of, some of the challenges. So I'm really interested to see what the dynamics are with them coming back together as a group. I'm eager to hear about their stories since uh, ending the real world and just what they think about now being that they were the trailblazers of reality TV. And for a lot of us, that's really all that we watch is reality TV. Did you watch season one, Producer James, while you're over there doing a lot of things other than producing? So I watched a little bit of season one. I, I remember the one with the cowboy way That more. is San Francisco. Yeah. So cause no, 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 no. I think that was San Diego. Three. Yeah, that was season that was like with with the Irish guy. Yes, who yeah. Dominic. Dominic. Yes, Dominic. Yes. Yeah. That was real, real 
San Diego. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really watch the first one because I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't on my radar. By the time right. I was watching, it was like San Diego or San Francisco. Yeah, and then San Francisco is when we had Pedro, who was a big AIDS advocate yeah, and who yeah. died. Yeah. That, so, man, so that is like our childhood right there. I know. And then you think about reality TV back then versus now, how it's so scripted now. Well, yeah, remember. Because the first show, I mean, Real World was one of them, but I think the Osbournes actually predated that slightly. No. Or, well, the, I'm sorry, the Osbournes were the first one that was actually somebody following people around with a camera, not setting up a scenario. Like, Real well, World the was real, a setup. Well, the first Real World was like, you know, we're going to throw all these people together in this fishbowl and kind of see how it comes out. I right. think the Osbournes was, was like, we're going to. It was one. So, Real World was putting them in a situation and seeing how it plays out. Yeah. Osborne's were, I'm just going to follow somebody around with a camera all the time. And try to fucking figure out what Ozzy is saying, because <laughs> a lot of that was just, uh, it, Ozzy was so bad with his speech, they couldn't even do subtitles. Because no one understood, like, maybe they should have sent it to some chimps, and they could have, like, translated, because that was not, that was not American English nor English English that he was speaking. Because he's British, right? He's British, but he's he's from a part of Britain. That accent is pretty normal there, but he kind of mumbles a little bit more, too. That's from years of drug use. Yeah, a little bit. And probably venereal diseases and stuff like that. <laughs> venereal disease of the mouth. And eating bats. <laughs> See, this is how I know Corona didn't start with a bat. Because Ozzy Osbourne has been eating bat heads and bat brains for years. <laughs> And he never got COVID. He don't even have COVID now. Well, he may have had it, and just uh, all the drugs fought it off, kind of like Keith Richards. Like, they're literally pickled. Hey, look, <laughs> th there's some advantages to crack and cocaine. You know what I'm saying? You can avoid getting corona because your brain's fucking fried and your immunity system's already fucked up. Corona just said, ain't How worth you know? it. Ain't worth it. It ain't even worth it. Uh, but I tell you something, talking about worth, uh, Lady Gaga... Um, has been in the news because her dog walker was brutally attacked, like attacked, attacked. I want to say he was shot at. Yeah, when he was walking her dogs and then her dogs were dog napped. So she desperately, I would think they were like French poodles, she put out a $500,000 reward for information about the dogs. I, as a human, even if my family was rich, I don't think they would put up a $500,000 reward to bring my ass back. And I'll be like, eh, we had a good run with her. But, you know, it's, it sounds like it was targeted. It's just, it's just weird. See, here's the thing. Nowadays, after, after Juicy Smoulet, oh, God. after his thing, yeah. it is impossible for me to believe anything anybody in Hollywood says that might be a script or was a movie script here's like, the thing i don't believe it with with lady gaga i believe it because she has no need for extra media attention she's got it yeah we say that but then lots of them do crazy shit i mean I, again it, maybe it's true. well i mean the, the I guy was in the hospital he was really hurt he was in there for some days okay well i mean again this may be one of those that's real it's just you hear that story and me I immediately question everything because now I'm conditioned to question everything. Well, I put it in the category when they had that big Hollywood bling ring gang that they were breaking into uh, celebrities' homes because they knew they were not they were going to be out of town oh, or yeah. something like that, and they were stealing their jewelry. Mm. Jewelry. I 
kind of consider it to be a little bit closer to that, only because the guy was beat up so bad and shot at. Was he shot shot? No, he was shot. He was shot. I don't know. There was a gun used. There was a gun involved. There was a gun somewhere. <laughs> there was a gun involved. But that's a, would you pay, put up $500,000 for any of our three animals if they were gone missing? I would put up that kind of money, and I just wouldn't pay it. I would use it as a way to get information, but I wouldn't pay it. Okay. Again, we're talking about my animals. Would you even fake that you were going to give away $500,000 for information on their return? For your animals, I would fake a million. He would be, it would be, you know what? If my animals came up missing, it would be because of him. My mom and Skylar got rid of my babies because they're haters. And this is a crazy thing. If you have enough money to throw around half a million for two dogs, you're out of touch with reality. Let them go. Buy two new ones. It's, no, it's a fraction of the cost. I would pay that much for my, I would pay that much for my dogs. For any of my animals. They, can you imagine how traumatized Susha would be if he got kidnapped? I, I'm talking to a producer who's not producing because he's over there on his cell phone. No, I was looking at the Lady Gaga story um, this, the sh saying the shooting on TMZ may have been a gang initiation. Uh, yes, you're correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But cops told her not to pay the reward unless you know, they determined the finder had no involvement with the crime. Good luck with that. I mean, if nothing comes of it, Lady Gaga, you could just send the five hundred thousand dollars to me. I need it. A bitch, I can use it. We got a toy poodle that'll easily take the spot of two other dogs. Uh, yeah, a toy poodle will fucking wear a diaper right now because he pisses on everything <laughs> just dog, because he wants to. Our dog is wearing a diaper. He literally is right now. Because he's an asshole and can't control his old dick. He can control it. He chooses not to. For example, all last night he had on a diaper, and guess whose diaper was fresh and clean this morning? His. Okay. Now well, it had what, to be his. He's the only thing in a diaper in the whole house. Well, what would happen had he not had on that diaper last night? What would he have done? Pissed everywhere. Any, just because. Just because he's upset he's not in the bed with me. Who knows the shit that he just sits down there and thinks of? But the motherfucker be thinking, because he schemes and he lies. He's a liar. Oh, he's a fucking liar. He's been giddy. He has been lying, telling other people in the house he has not eaten when he has eaten. He's done lied to producer James. He's lied to my mom. He's lied to my daughter. He's a fucking liar. He lies like a nine-year-old fat kid. He does. I'm he oh, I'm so hungry, mister. My mom couldn't afford to feed me. That's the kind of shit that he does. Oliver Twist, motherfucker. Please, sir, yes. can I have some more? We literally have to text one another, fat ass is eaten. Do not feed him again until it's dinner time. <laughs> and now all three of them kind of work together con to concoct lies. You know what I mean? And they, they have figured out what their each one of their strengths and weaknesses are. Like, they know the cat can jump on stuff and knock, and knock stuff it down. Yeah. yeah. And they also know they can get the cat to do that, and the cat won't eat whatever it is unless it's meat, because the cat only eats meat. But, yes, they have con they, they, they're taking over. They have taken over the motherfucking house. We have no control of them at all. Literally, we, before we walk in the house, we have to go. There's setup time and prep time involved. They just, 
soon as I walk in a house, they go ham every single time. They don't behave that way when I'm not at home. When I am at home, they are just, they're awful. But they're so cute. We'll be right back and we're going to talk about this Harry and Meghan. Is it a scandal? I don't know what it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. Talk about lies. I think. Millionaire <laughs> problems. Yeah, rich folk problems. Okay, so we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. All right, so everyone on planet Earth is talking about the Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry. And all of the, ooh, surprising details and moments. I don't think I was surprised by anything. I didn't even watch it. Because nowadays you don't have to watch it. All you have to do is watch social, me social media. And you'll get the whole story. Or, you know, if you're like me, I follow a lot of celebrity-based magazines. And you, you, you kind of get all the info there. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Meghan Markle. I really am not. I, I do love her style. I love the way that she dresses her fashion. But I don't like her. I just think she's very calculating. I think she's one of those people who thinks it out and how this is going to be better for me. I, like, I, I just feel like even her meeting Harry was calculated. I, think she's, I feel like she set that up. She had friends who knew friends who knew him. Um, I just don't like her. I don't know. So anyway... We found out that they're having a baby girl. Yay! Um, but then we found out some some pretty interesting things, all right? But it's all stuff that I'm just like, well, duh. Okay? <laughs> you know, she accused people in, uh, in the royal family of them having conversations about, you know, how dark their son Archie's skin would be when he came out. Like, there were several conversations about that. Okay, that's what people do when they have mixed race kids. You gotta Every wonder. Every family does that. I yeah. I, our I, family does. Our that. family does it. I'm like, what? I, what? Huh? That is what you. It's just one. Of, people are. Oh, I wonder how big he's gonna be. You think he go? You think he gonna be tall like his daddy? I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait. I hope he have my eyelash. That that is what people do. It's just a trait. It, it, it is, and it's something it, that we discuss. And here's the thing: when you have a mixed race child, you never know what you're gonna get. So yeah, a box I of chocolates. I, I guess it's like a box of fucking chocolates. You don't know which Literally. one you're gonna get. The motherfucker gonna be dark, dark, caramel, little nutty, dark chocolate, white chocolate. I don't, I just don't understand why that was such a horrible, horrible, it would have been different if they said, well, if the motherfucker come out too dark, he can't be a royal. You know what I mean? I, I just, and, and a society being how we are, we all just jump on that. Oh, the royals are racist and this isn't, but I'm like, that wasn't a racist comment. Not at all. To say you wonder I mean, here's the thing. Then if that's the case, black people been racist against black people since the beginning of time. Because we all say, I wanted a baby hair going to be nappy. We, you know, those are just things that we all, I'm confused by it. And you're getting her side on Oprah, Exactly. You know, 
you're getting, I mean, she's giving a chance to say how she feels about all of it. And we're just supposed to accept that because she says it because hashtag believe women or whatever, you know, you know, we're talking about someone who didn't want to do any, any interviews. They wanted their privacy. They left the UK because of paparazzi. So you sit down with Oprah, the queen of all multimedia, to do an interview, a tell-all interview at that? Rip, that doesn't even make sense to me. I'm like, I thought you wanted this life filled with privacy. You didn't want to have anything to do with the Royals, but every fucking thing that you talk about has something to do with the Royals. And it's kind of funny that she does that interview in the U.S., not in Europe. I mean, well, they, they left. Yeah, because so they, they left. Okay, here's the thing. You left. You're not a fucking refugee, okay? Like, you you left probably on a private jet, and you moved immediately into Tyler Perry's house with full security. Yeah, you moved. You didn't escape. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm so flabbergasted that people are looking at these two like they are victims. Everything that they have complained about that's what royals fucking look. Royals used to fuck one another. And just kill each so, other. Yes, yeah. they used to fuck one another to keep the bloodlines pure. Bitch, you knew you was fucking up the pure, right? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a prince and a duchess. And a duchess. What kind of fucking problems do you really have? You know, and then they went on to say that Archie wasn't going to have a title, but that's accurate. That he was not to be a prince. Only the elder, oldest child's children, Prince William's kids, are princesses and princes. Exactly. So I don't understand it. He'd be a duke, I think. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like Meghan Markle is not a princess. She's a duchess. She's a duchess. So of course her child would be a duke. Okay. Again. I would think you would be okay with that, considering you want this low profile. You don't want people to really see your baby all that much. Oh, I, am I misunderstanding? I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how all of a sudden, a sudden all the privacy aspect is gone. I think it's, I honestly feel like Megan wants things to be Megan's way. 100% of the time, and what's going to make Megan advance? You know, you think they didn't get paid for that interview with Oprah? Well, of yes, they, they did. did. And they're going to get paid for the book, yes. and the television movie, yes. and everything else is going to come out of this. It's a crafted narrative, period. But we need our privacy. <laughs> and Prince Harry just looks like he's just along for the ride. Like, he looks like he's just a victim now. Like, I'm waiting for him to, like, blink SOS. Well, I, you know, I had posted months and months and months ago when they first moved to the U.S., I was like, every time you see a picture of Meghan and Harry, it is like a kindergarten teacher. That one little kid who comes in that was crying, didn't want to let go of their mom, that's Harry. And Meghan Markle is his kindergarten teacher holding his hand. Okay, see, up there, that's where we put our backpacks, Harry. Oh, this is, look, this is the schedule right here, Harry. This is when we have snack time, Harry. She's he's almost robotic, and she has really driven a wedge between he and his family, and I think one day he's going to snap out of it. I really, really do, and I've been saying that for a while. I don't think that that marriage is for the long haul. I, I really, really don't. I think he's going to wake up one moment and be like, 
this is what's the, what's the movie us yeah, us. Yeah, us. yeah, it's 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 like we have the us version of Harry, and the real Harry is back there trying to figure out a way to come back to reality. He <laughs> he he just—he's not Harry. Everyone has for we have loved Harry since he was a little boy because he was mischievous. He was a ginger. He was just different from all the royals. Even as an adult, everyone loved Harry. And, and here's the thing. Prince Harry is not some heartthrob. He, he's, he's corny looking. He's, he's a typical ginger. He's real pale, freckles. He's just not got big ears. Uh, he's not cute, but he's likable. He's relatable. So people really, really liked, it, liked him. And part of the reason why is because he did not have all of the obligation and the pressure that his brother has. So he was able to do a little bit more, you know, um, and that's why people related to Harry, but I don't get how, has Megan talked to somebody that said, Megan, you married it into the royal family. You were able to do something that millions and millions of women wished that they could do. You did it. But uh, see, bitches can never be satisfied. Never, 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 never. She's got to do all, she's got to be the victim of everything. And it's just like, bitch, there's fucking hungry children in the world. Those are victims. You're not, we are living through a pandemic. People with COVID are victims. You are not a victim. And now she says she was a victim of racism. Well, for one thing, Megan, you black now? Because she, she never, ever, ever, ever says that she is black. She tries to stay as far away from that as possible. In fact, a few years you know, before she started dating Harry, she was in the category of celebrities, mixed-race celebrities, who passed for white. The only thing that really keeps her grounded as far as being of color is the fact that the white side of her family is fucking gutter trash. <laughs> And her yoga teacher mom is just like, well, I guess I'll stick with the Negro side because, I mean, the white side is just trash. Um, she was saying that they did not support her when she was having mental health issues. Um, she also said that they were not going to give Archie any security. I don't believe that. I don't believe that they would say everyone else Every other royal, I mean, even fucking Fergie still has uh, security. <laughs> and, like, they hate her. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't believe that any of them would agree to not provide security for this baby, especially with the baby being mixed race or just being a baby because everyone wants to see the royal babies. I, I mean, I don't know why they all be ugly, but... <laughs> Come on, the royals are not cute people. They're no. not. They're no. They're they're really not. Yeah. Um, After we lost Princess Di, it just it's not improved. No, I mean Kate is a nice looking woman. She, yeah, but she's not from the royal bloodline either. Well, neither was um, Princess uh, Diana. No, Di was, but the uh, no. The we're lady... talking about blood, like. The oh, red yeah, okay, descendants okay, okay, of okay. the queen. Okay, yeah. They're not good-looking people. Well, no, because they're all historically inbred. I mean, I, I just... There's a reason they're called the Tudors. 
they're all tutors. Yeah, and Megan had to know that I think what she expected to have happen, and this is just me, okay, is that she thought that she could go in there and really change things around to accommodate her lifestyle, you know, her being an actress, her being friends with all these different celebrities, and just because she's Megan, and it's just like, this is this is something that the royals were not prepared for. I mean, I would go as far as to say that even now when you have a family and you bring someone in from a different race, it's a little bit challenging. You don't want to disrespect the person. You may not know very much about their culture. It's a learning thing for anybody that dates interracially. Which is really funny because uh, uh, I'm surprised no one's accused Megan of fractionizing with the colonizers, which the royals literally are colonizers. <laughs> I mean, remember that one time that girl called said that I was siding with the colonizers because I was married to you? Yeah. I'm like, well, what colony is he from? Because he ain't told me about a colony. <clears throat> Do we own the colony? I mean, are we investors in the colony? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I just feel like she wanted to do things her way, and since she couldn't do things exactly her way, then it's it. What do people do? They become a victim and they start pointing out and exaggerating things that happen. I don't feel as though the royals are racist. Do I know that for a fact? No, I don't. But I feel as though they tried to do the best that they could with this situation, that got so much publicity. All of this was, it, it was, it was kind of like with COVID and when the decisions that the president had to make, like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Let's try this and see if it works. If that doesn't work, let's get a new team together. And you know what I mean? This was a lot, this was a lot. This is the first time that we know of in history that there has been a person of color. You know, just people always say that Queen Charlotte had black in her, but I mean, we don't know. Um, but Megan, I, I, I was disappointed in that the fact that this is even getting so much attention, and I'm even more so bothered that so many black people are buying into the racism thing. It's like, did you really hear what she said? She, yeah, you've heard us talk about skin color in my family. For example, when um, my brother's girlfriend was pregnant, you know, the mom is white, my brother's black, of course, in case you didn't know, we're black. Um, we, we were like, oh man, I wonder what kind of hair she's gonna have. This is, a, this is loving, caring family conversation that we're having. Oh my God, I wonder if she's gonna have straight hair, curly hair. It doesn't matter, we just wonder. It, I mean, when you get a mixed race kid, it is like, um, what's something that you don't realize what it is? Oh, like one of the Harry Potter frogs, chocolate frogs. <laughs> You don't know what card you're going to get. You, are you going to get a Dumbledore? Or are, you, are you going to get a Harry card? Or what, that any flavor jelly bean? You, you, you just don't know. It's, it's exciting. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I don't think that it's racist to say that. And so what if it is? And here's I mean, the thing. Again, like we, we've done that even with not to mix race babies that come into our family. Oh, I wonder who the baby's going to look like. You know what skin... Yeah, wondering doesn't mean that you think it's good or bad. It's just no. Wondering. What's racist would have been if the little fuck comes out one shade darker than a paper bag, we're kicking the, all, the whole fucking family out. Megan got to go. Harry got to go. The baby got to go. That would be racist. That would be racist. 
asking what skin tone he may have. You know, and they even attached the word concerned. They were concerned about how dark his skin may be. You know, maybe they were concerned for his safety. So let's flip it around. What if, and just what if, they actually are racist in the fact that they don't think that their bloodline and their family line, they should go outside of what they are. That's what all royals do. That's, I mean, that, that's what they all did until, you know, what, what do you say? About what year do you, like Grace Kelly, that, that, you know, they like to stick with other royals, someone who's got some kind of a title. Right. So that, I'm trying to think. When so, is well, a good so time to say it kind of got changed around? Well, so here's a great example is that uh, no British royal in the history of their, uh, you know, um, reign has brought over, like, the prince of Nigeria. No! To be part of the family. And here's the I thing. Mean, the know. prince of Nigeria wouldn't want to be part of the English royals. And they for want the same they, reason. It's for the same exact reasons. It's like, no, we, we want to keep producing our clan. Yeah, so is it, I guess, is it crazy to think that they wouldn't make certain comments? But that doesn't make them evil, awful racists. No. It's, it, it makes them as Human. bad as any other royal family. I wouldn't even take it that far. It's any family. I mean, just those are things that you talk about. It's, it's let's just say it's two normal uh, white people and they're having a baby. I wonder what color eyes the baby's going to have. That is something that everyone said. I don't get it. Yeah, but with two white people, you don't, they never ask. I wonder how white this baby's going to be. No, I mean, you do <laughs> ask that question. Well, in, in... It really only applies to mixed races, really. It kind of does, because you don't know. You don't know if they're going to take after the mom or after the dad or have a throwback gene or... It's funny, and, and, but even in black families, you know, if someone's light or dark, it, it really only happens in people of color, be it Mexican, Indian, because there's darkness issues there, too. Mm -hmm. White people never ask or worry about how white their kid's going to be. Black folks worry about how dark their kid and will that, be. And here's the thing. It comes from, historically, we have been taught that the closer to looking European that a person is, the better. I mean, even you can say it goes back to slavery. Oh, if you were mixed with the master, you know, had a kid with the master, it's lighter, therefore it's prettier and better, so that person gets to be in the house. Well, it even goes even before that. Like, you can, you can look at historical writings when, like, uh, when the aristocrats would write about the working class and right. their, their sloping foreheads and their square yeah. jaws and their, their brutish, piggish faces. Yes. I mean, that's, that's the way people have talked about lower classes from to them forever. It, it's nothing, and I'm not saying that it's wrong, and I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying I don't think it's fucking racist. I just I don't, and I'm so fucking disappointed. And see, this is why I say she's so calculating. Because what a time to come and do an interview and say that, you know, and damn well everyone's going to jump on that one part. Yep. And now we've got a new thing. The, the royals are racist. Cancel the royals. I, I, you know, that, that's what I don't like about her. And then talking about she was contemplating suicide when she was pregnant. I mean, shit that is extreme. Like, it's very... So, I could see somebody saying that if they were being threatened to be thrown out of a family. Right. Like, literally thrown out of a family on the street. Right. 
I don't think you contemplate suicide if you just move to a bigger house or if you move to Tyler Perry's house and that's not being thrown homeless in the street. You know, the thing about it is, is that let's just say that she did go through depression because that's a big change for an American as well. It's her second child though, right? No, Archie was the first child. She's pregnant with the second child. So they're talking about when she was oh, pregnant okay. with Archie. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'll say this, that her having to live with the royals, adapt to their way of living, the I, I think she loves all of the fucking publicity. You, you know, let that bitch tell you that she doesn't. She does. Yes, I'm sure that was a, an adjustment period. You're away from your family, your friends. You're out of your own country. So I can... I, I think I would get a little bit depressed until I walked down the stairs and there was a full fucking staff ready there to do whatever I told them to do whenever I told them to do it. That would be, oh, oh if I got to be depressed. By the time you met your fourth butler, you're pretty happy. Yes. I'm just like, you knew what you were signing up for. And now you got Harry. Harry don't know who it is. Harry don't have a good haircut. <laughs> and everyone's just eating this shit up. So people have been so ignorant with their comments. Just they're jumping on this bandwagon. I'm like, black people, that bandwagon is not even black. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, get off. Saying that the rules are, I, I just, I think it's stupid. I think that it is everything that she she says contradicts the other stuff that she has said. You know, a lot of moms are depressed when they're they're hormonal. We're hormonal when we're pregnant. Well, there's prepartum depression, postpartum and post, depression. Yes, and she said they didn't support her seeking mental health. Bitch, just go do it anyway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> call the royal doctor because you know they don't see regular doctors. They have their own royal doctors and nurses. Look, slip them a note. This is what's going on. Can you put me in a prescription? And then there you go. And she, I don't like the victim mentality that she puts on when we're living during a time that there are real true. She's not a victim. They didn't. The royals didn't kick them out of the palace. They chose to go. You know. Uh, then it was the big thing about oh, who 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 said it. You know, they wouldn't, of course they wouldn't say who said it. Then why fucking do the interview and bring it up? Exactly. Name names. Yeah. I'm she's so like, it would be, sick. Yep. it so would be so the, uh, damaging to the person. Damage. So damage the whole family. Cause now everyone has to try to guess who did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get very much in the mindset of if you're going to accuse somebody of generally something, name a name, like, especially don't, something don't say, about racism. Exactly. Don't say, well, this one time, this one producer did something to me, but I can't say who it is. Name them. No, name no. Them. If you can't name them. Then there's no point in you even bringing bringing it up. Exactly. I don't un, I don't understand that. And here's and here it is again, because the statement wasn't racist. I don't I, I don't understand it. And I still have yet to hear something that was so horrible about the whole situation. Yes, I get it. I, the only person I really feel sorry for is Harry. Because he's li listening to his woman say all these things. Harry doesn't know anything about being a minority. Harry doesn't even know anything about being like a regular human being. So, of course, he's going to believe everything that she says. But the shit is just not, it's not valid. Now he's not talking to his dad. 
He his relationship with his brothers not is rocky. He's in a new country. He's just a shell of the person that he used to be. He literally does everything that Megan says to do. He he he's like a little puppy dog following her around. And I I, I don't I don't know. I feel like he's brainwashed. I, I, if you're going to sit down and do a tell-all interview with Oprah, th that means you're ready to drop some fucking names. You know what I mean? So my thing is, was it a staff member who said it? But she says it's a member of the royal family. So what? I don't know. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. We were just discussing the whole Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. Look, we don't even say Prince Harry first anymore. <laughs> You're right. It is Meghan Markle and that dude she married. That, isn't that just crazy? I have a feeling at some point everyone's going to wake up and really listen to the shit that she says. I, I can't lie because, you know, she is estranged from her half-siblings, from her dad. I think a lot of the shit that they say is pretty true because when you read their interviews, I'm like, that shit sounds right. I, I think she is very narcissistic. I, I, re I really think she's narcissistic. She has made this whole thing all about her. It's not, she doesn't even make it about Harry. It's all about her. Why, wow, you're getting everything that you wanted. I mean, she was an actress that I've never seen anything that she's ever been in. She's never been in a movie. She hit the jackpot. Yes. The literal life jackpot. If I, I'd be like, abuse me, or you'll call me nigger any time of the day, but it don't matter because I'm up in this bitch with y'all. You know what I mean? As long as you call me Duchess nigger. Don't you call me Duchess nigger. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it. I would just love to be able to go into Buckingham Palace. Let it live. This they were able to pretty look. All they have to do is go to country to country, saying we all need to be united. That was their job. She was allowed to take a shit in the private bathrooms in Buckingham Palace. You don't hit more of a lottery than that. You don't. She, she, again, she's not a fucking. You know, I think that we have actually, as a people, forgotten what the real definition of the word victim is. True. And, and just because something doesn't go someone's way does not make them a victim. You know what I mean? Just because someone tells you no doesn't mean you're they're picking on you. No, no sometimes just fucking means no. Here's the thing. You cannot go into, what are the British, what is it, a hierarchy? Yeah, sure. Okay. And how, like, there's rules. There's traditions. that You know, that, bitch, watch fucking uh, what, what's Downtown Abbey. There's tradition. Okay. We get dressed for dinner every night. That is tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're seeing again a lot of white folks on Downton Abbey. They're in <laughs> England. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they don't even have black staff members. I mean, maybe the Crowleys are a little bit racist. <laughs> Y'all don't even have a black maid or a black... The Gardner's not even... There's no black people on that show at all. That I, I'm at season... Three, four. So actually, you could almost call it anti-racist, since all the workers are white. I guess so. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't. They didn't put a single black person in a in a position of non-power. They didn't even have a Mexican gardener. Everyone has a Mexican gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Ding racism. Yes. 
I'm an asshole. I mean, you don't, here's the thing. You don't have to put me in a category of bitch, racist. I'm an asshole. They, they, it, that covers it all right there. And you know what? I embrace my assholeness all the time. Um, so many of you have probably heard that <sighs> two of the dumbest states in America, Texas and Mississippi. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah. I was going to say New York and California. No, no. It's us. Uh, you know, our, our governors have decided that we no longer have to wear masks. It officially starts, kicks in today. Right. Everyone's already lost their fucking minds. <laughs> As I knew that they would. Um, here's the thing. Wear your mask or don't wear your mask. Don't worry about what the motherfucker next to you is doing. As long as you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to do, you should be good. And that's exactly what the point was. It's, it's, we're not going to legally force you to do it. Businesses are still allowed to make any policy yes. they want to. People can still make any choice they want to. Yes. They're just saying you can't call the police to force somebody at the point of a gun to do something, which I love. And and here's the stupidity of all of it, okay? Everyone's afraid of getting COVID, correct? Okay. I hope. Everyone's afraid of getting COVID. So to minimize the spreading of COVID, calling the police on a person to have them arrested and then put into a jail cell closely with other people who possibly have COVID is only going to increase the spread of COVID, right? I would think so. That's what, see, man, <laughs> life is really simple. <laughs> it should be. It's pretty simple. We, we just make it all complicated. We make it complicated when we think someone else should say what we should do. And, and yes. No one knows better. And I don't know what's good for me half the time anyway. So I, know, I don't know what's good for anybody else. We, we can't even decide what the fuck to eat for dinner on an average night. Exactly. Who are we to tell anybody what they should or shouldn't? We listen to the same goddamn news y'all listening to. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's just like, here's the thing. I've been surprised by the level of common, common sense that I've seen. The majority of the businesses around here are still requiring for people to come inside to wear a mask. Just That's like, it. Yeah, just like last week and last year. And the year. week before that and the week yeah. before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and every state that had hardcore lockdowns yeah. had the same impacts every other state. Like there's not been one state that got it perfect. Everybody's got COVID no matter how much or how little you did. It's just how it works. And I mean, and regardless of whether you have a mask on or not, I don't want you in my fucking face. That was yes. even that was even before COVID. I've been socially distanced my whole life. Yeah, this has not been much of a problem for him for, no. for him at all. But I, I'm the one who probably deals with more people socially. I I don't I don't want people that close. To my, I don't even be one producer James that close to my face. <laughs> and that don't have shit to do with COVID. It's just that I don't like people. <laughs> In my breathing space at all. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so everyone's already acting a fool because everyone's worried about what the person next to them is going to be doing. It's just like, <laughs> you can't control what somebody else is doing. Nope. 
You know what I mean? And I think it's pretty fucking stupid to call the police on a person because of their refusal to wear a mask. I have never gone into a grocery store and seen somebody take their mask off and think immediately, oh, I better fix this. No, I don't give a shit what Here, you do to yourself. Here's the thing. The majority of the people haven't been wearing the mask right anyway. <laughs> True. So it was, it was starting to defeat the whole purpose. Regardless, I, I love a person that has on their mask, they're talking, then they pull the mask down and it's no longer covered. No, bitch, just take the whole mask off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. just, just take it off because your, your snot juices are going everywhere anyway. <laughs> um, so just take, take you hot. I get it. You know, I get it. I get it. Just take it off. Because right now, you're just only trying to prove a point that you have a mask on. You know, oh, but it's not on correctly. You know what I mean? And then this is why, and I don't think Texas is a dumb state, but we have a lot of dumb motherfuckers in this state. The surprising number of people that have said, oh, I thought they looked at that a long time ago. It's been people walking around with no mask on anyway. So it's just like, oh, God. But that leads us to our bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge. Bitch please. Rolling down the street, telling stories. Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. So, uh, producer, actually, producer James brought this bitch, please, to my attention. And I kind of had told him, I said, James, this mass shit, people are about to lose their fucking minds because... We are. Case in point, uh, our daughter, Skylar, she has completely lost her fucking mind about the mask. I, I, I'm pretty sure she's going to start a protest, which, again, would defeat the purpose. <laughs> she's one of those people. Oh, I think I'm going to, we're going to start a riot. So you're upset about people not wearing their masks. So the solution is to get a group of other stupid people like you together to prove a point about it? I don't know how that's going to work, little one, but okay. All right. Um, but there's a restaurant in Houston. What, what restaurant was it? It was uh, Pico's. Pico's, which we've eaten there before. Um, they started enforcing. Here, here's another thing. We, we can't even follow simple directions. This was supposed to start happening as of today. Right. But people started last week. <laughs> oh, as soon as they heard it mentioned, they said, yeah. Because people don't read all the way through. Yeah. They, they just saw what they wanted to see and ran with it. So they had customers that were trying to come into the restaurant without having on their mask. Right. Which you're not supposed to do. Which, I, you know, I will say this. The restaurant thing is pretty fucking dumb. Like, okay, you walk through the restaurant with the mask on. But as soon as you sit down, you are free to spread COVID, hepatitis, herpes, the flu, the common cold, what have you, okay? Long as you're sitting down doing it, okay? So people started going there, and the owners are saying, look, you cannot, we will not provide this service in our establishment unless you have on a mask. Guess what motherfucker started doing? Producer James, please tell them. Uh, they kind of went all Karen, didn't they? Karen Rito. Yeah. They started calling ICE. ICE, yes. They, ICE. Yeah, they, they actually threatened to call ICE to clear out 
the back kitchen of illegals. Because that's what white people do. That's what white people be doing. They Sometimes do. they don't make me very proud. No. And they're going to be real surprised when they go back there and see in the kitchen, you know, it, it's Chinese people back there in the kitchen <laughs> cooking up all that good Mexican food. <laughs> Which would be terribly ironic. That's okay. okay. Oh, oh, because Kim? it's nothing but Mexicans in the back of Chinese restaurants. It's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I just, I'm like, you get that. Here's the thing. We live in Texas, the Houston area. Bitch, if you're not satisfied at one Mexican restaurant, there's 20 down there. Go two blocks. And in between those 20, there's a Mexican food truck yeah. in between each one. You've yeah, got is, options. Yeah, yeah that, that's, you know, if it was like some, like the only sushi restaurant in all of Texas, maybe. Okay, okay. It's Mexican food. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's Everywhere, and that's I, an, that's another case where some asshole thinks they have to be more important than what they should do, which is just go to a go different establishment or put the mask on, the rules. count twenty seconds as you walk to your table, get to your table, take it off, problem solved. Yeah, I I just don't. Why do you, people just want to make a big mess out of every single thing. Because everybody's entitled. That's the problem. It is entitled. People are fucking entitled, or they feel like their way is more important than everybody else's, or they feel like the, cu the customer is not always right. Right. Sorry. They're just not. And see, you know, had I been the owner of that restaurant, and I found out who the people were who called ICE on me, I would get all of my Mexican friends, especially those who have instruments, we would go stand in front of that person's house. We would sing La Bamba 24-7. Full mariachi bands and everything. Because there's nothing worse than 20 fucking mariachi trumpets. Yeah. Yes. So it's just like people just... We are so dumb as a people. I just, we really, we're just, we're dumb. I mean, the Martians continuously pass by Earth and we like, them motherfuckers still dumb. Let's just keep on trucking. I it mean. Does, it does feel like we're on some weird intergalactic reality show that we're the stars of. You know, maybe, and I'm going to go back a little bit here. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, this, this. Think about it. Maybe the aliens from Aliens had it right, where every few years they would just come destroy all of the humans. Just purge. That was our sacrifice. Yeah, the purge. The purge. I'm starting to understand things a little bit better now. <laughs> like, it's getting bad when all of a sudden you can rationalize why the purge might not be a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, because I love the purge movies. I was like, man, but I could never really kill nobody. Yeah, I think I fucking could. And 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 it's and then we just we keep breeding it. It just it, I I I don't I don't every, get it. Every day we just find something else to get pissed off about. We're so you every know Pepe Le Pew, Doctor Seuss, yeah, you know, finding shit to get pissed off about. Here, you know, now they're accusing Pepe Le Pew of sexual harassment, of rape, no, but I, he, well, he, perpetuating he, rape culture. But here's the know, thing. The whole joke of Pepe Le Pew was he was a pervert who failed. 
continuously. Oh, wait, he never came out on top. Yeah, and yeah, here's the thing. We really should be accusing, what was the, the cat's name, the girl? <laughs> oh, she didn't have a name. We really should have a case against her because she was discriminated against skunks. She didn't want to deal with old dude because he was skunk. That's like smellism right there. Well, some of the episodes, she would get like a white stripe painted on her back. Yes. So, but, but you can't blame her for what she was wearing, even exactly. though she attracted a skunk. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So uh, keep it stupid, people, and we will see you guys next week. It's the Nibola. The Nibola. Ooh.